0: how do we know that we are one with him right uh, i want you to turn to first john first john chapter 2 verse 6 first john 2 verse 6 it says here whoever claims to live in him must walk as Jesus did. Okay, whoever claims to live in Him, must walk as Jesus did. So when we are one with Jesus, it, it manifests that life uh, uh, through us by the way we live, how we live our life. Okay, so I want you to keep Taking note of the, the phrase, live in him, he in us. You know, this is talking about oneness, right? Oneness with Jesus. So how do we live? We must walk as Jesus walk. Okay. The first thing is we love one another. We love one another if we are one with Jesus. First John four, first John four, verse nine to verse 12. 1 John 4, verse 9 to verse 12. This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. This is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God so loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God, but if we love one another, God lives in us, and His love is made complete in us. Okay, let me just uh, read that last phrase. You know, if we love one another, God lives in us, and His love is made complete in us, Okay, so when we are united as one with Jesus, and uh, later on we are going to read that God is love. So that love is in us. And if we are truly one within Him, if His love is truly in us, then we would definitely be able to love one another. Okay, so uh, how do we show this love? To show that we truly love one another. Verse 9 says this. It says, this is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son. Okay, so the first thing about love is there is action. Right? God showed His love. How did He do it? He sent His one and only Son. Okay, so when we love, there is an expression. There are action involved in showing that love. And then it says here, He sent. He initiated. You know, He's the one who initiated. So that's the second thing about love. You know, if we truly love, then we would be motivated. Right? We would not be passive. We would be motivated. Then we will take initiative to do something over that situation. And then he say He sent His one and only Son into the world. Uh, and then that He might be an atoning sacrifice for our sin. So love gave sacrificially, right? When we love, we gave sacrificially. God loves us. He gave His Son as an atoning sacrifice for us. And then verse 9 says that uh, He sent His one and only Son into the world. Into the world. Love identified with those who needed love. Love identified with those who needed love. He sent His Son into the world. So in order for us to really uh, appreciate what's going on in others' life and be able to minister to them from their perspective, then we need to identify with them. And so uh, love seeks to do that. Okay? And then... Love finds solution to the problem. Love finds solution to the problem. God became the answers to our problem. He became uh, Jesus became the atoning sacrifice for our sin. So we will uh, find solution in order to meet needs, the needs of those who are suffering, the needs of of those whom we love. Okay, and then uh, verse eleven, dear friends, since God so loved us. Also, ought to love one another. Uh, love uh, creates a channel for love to flows up. Okay, love creates a channel. We becomes a channel of God's love to flow His love out into other people. He say, we also ought to love one another. We ought to love one another. Okay, so we we become that channel for God's love to flow into. One another's life, and then God's love is manifest through us when we love one another. Okay, so He said His love is made complete in us. Somehow God's love, you know, He wants to flow out, and uh, just having us receiving that love, you know, keeping it to ourselves, holding on inside is not complete. When that love flows out. You know, to a recipient, then that love is made complete in us and through us. Okay, so that is the first uh, characteristic of our walk when we are one with Jesus, because God is love, naturally uh, we would love one another. Okay, the second thing is, uh, now perhaps we, we need to read verse 16 and 17 from here also. And, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. God is love. Whoever lives in love lives in God and God in Him. In this way, love is made complete among us so that we will have confidence on the day of judgment because in this world, we are like Him. So just now, we say that if we are one with Jesus, then we will walk as He walked. And when we love then we are like Him, right? In this world, we love as He loves. Okay, the second thing that we know that we are one with Him is because He has given us His Holy Spirit. He has given us His Holy Spirit. It's in this same passage in chapter 4 of 1 John, verse 13. Verse 13. We know that we live in Him and He in us because He has given us of His Spirit. Right? Can you notice the phrase again? We live in Him and He in us. That's oneness, okay? Oneness. Because He has given us His Spirit. Okay, so uh, the life of Jesus is found in the Holy Spirit. Okay, so when we are one, that life by His Spirit flows through us. I want you to turn back to uh, uh, John 14, Gospel of John, chapter 14, verse 16 to 20. John 14 verse 16 to verse 20. And I will ask the Father, and He will give you another counselor to be with you forever, the Spirit of truth. The world cannot accept Him because it neither sees Him nor knows Him. But you know Him, for He lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you before long the world will not see me anymore but you will see me because I live you also will live on that day you will realize that I am in my father and you are in me and I am in you okay so how do we know when Jesus is in us we are in him the father is 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 in us how do we know we are One, you know, the moment came when His Holy Spirit was sent to us to live inside us. Because He said, for He lives with you and will be in you. Okay? So when the Holy Spirit comes into us on that day according to the promise of the Father at the request of Jesus, you know, then that oneness is sealed because His Holy Spirit is in us. And we are in Him. He is in us. Okay? And then... Uh, 1 John 3, uh, 24, it says this, 1 John 3, 24. Those who obey His commands live in Him and He in them. And this is how we know that He lives in us. We know it by the Spirit He gave us. So the word God is so clear. You know, we, you know, when we have the Spirit of God in us, then we know He lives in us and we live in Him. And uh, we are absolutely one with Him. So He does not withhold His Holy Spirit from us when we are one with Him. Okay. Um, so the Holy Spirit, you know, the function of the Holy Spirit in us is that He will minister to our needs so that we would not be orphans as we have read just now and then He will lead us into all truth so that we can walk in the truth uh, as Jesus is the truth and walk in the truth and then the Holy Spirit comes to bring the abundance of the Father to us. Okay, John 16. John 16 verse 13 to 15. John 16 verse 13 through 15. But when He, the Spirit of truth comes, He will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on His own. He will speak only what He hears and how, and He will tell you what is yet to come. He will bring glory to me by taking from what is mine and making it known to you. All that belongs to the Father is mine. That is why I said the Spirit will take from what is mine and make it known to you. So in fact, Jesus is saying when the Holy Spirit comes, He will make known to you what is of the Father. But then what's of the Father is mine. So He will make known to you what is mine. So this this truth is so powerful in a, in a sense that we are one with Jesus. So we get everything that Jesus has. And Jesus is one with the Father. And all that the Father has belongs to Jesus. So we get everything that the Father has as well. And that comes by the revelation and the leading of the Holy Spirit. Well, that is that is so powerful, you know, to, to know, to cause us to know, hey, when Jesus say we are one, we enter into that oneness. He's in us, we're in Him. It's not just saying but it 's in reality because it means that we can, by the leading of the Holy Spirit you know by the revelation of the Holy Spirit, we can enter into all that the Father has and all that the Father has given to Jesus, and we are truly truly one with him without any reservation okay so so this is what Jesus is uh, telling us what the Holy Spirit Uh, will do. And that's why the Bible says that when the Holy Spirit comes to us, He dwells in us, then we know we are one with Him. You know, because then there is nothing, nothing that God would withhold from us uh, as His children, as being one, absolutely one with His Son and with Him. Okay, so when the Holy Spirit comes, He leads us uh, into the truth. So we need to learn how to hear how the Holy Spirit speaks to us. And uh, we have learned this recently about how to prophesy. You know, the reason why we can do it is because we learn how to listen to the voice of God. And in Isaiah 21, we we learned that there are three basic ways that God speaks to us and we need to know how He speaks to us so that when He speaks, we recognize it and we're able to pick it up. Okay? Because God really speaks with a still small voice, in a sense that if you don't pay attention, you, you're not, not uh, sensitive, you're going to miss what He's saying to us. So the work of the Holy Spirit is so important. So let's look at this and uh, just just uh, refresh our mind how the Holy Spirit speaks to us. Isaiah 21, verse 2. A dirt vision has been shown to me. The traitor betrays, the the rooters take root Elam attack media lazy. I will bring to an end all the groaning she caused. At this my body is racked with pain. Pangs seize me like those of a woman in labor. I am staggered by what I hear. I am bewildered by what I see. Okay, so uh, God speaks to us, the Holy Spirit speaks to us when we see, we begin to see a vision, we begin to see pictures, you know, and, and our mind begins to, to see mental images, or, or we, we have a dreams, okay, so God, uh, the Holy Spirit speaks to us through uh, our spiritual seeing, okay, spiritual eye seeing uh, things, and then secondly, we feel, we feel, we feel the pain for instance, the word knowledge is an operation. Uh, we we feel the pain, so we know somebody is suffering uh, in pain. You know, our body is able to pick up the signals that is uh, uh, from the Holy Spirit, and, and we may feel a pressure, we may feel heaviness, we may feel sadness, we may feel peace, joy. You know, all this feeling uh, uh, that comes by the Holy Spirit is revealing to us. You know what what He's saying about maybe the person that we are talking to, or what God wants to do in a meeting. Okay, so we feel, we feel and sense how what the Spirit is sensing. And then it says here, uh, what I hear. Okay, of course, the Holy Spirit will, will speaks to us. Uh, we hear His voice. Uh, seldom He, he speaks with an audible uh, voice, but uh, we, we, we just know in our spirit, we pick it up, we just know that still small voice in us, within us, we know that He's saying uh, within us uh, that, that that voice. You know, when we hear Him, it is, is a voice that is within, rather than an, an outward uh, a voice. Normally, it doesn't come in an audible way. Okay, so our spirit, the Holy Spirit, is inside. So He speaks to us on the inside, and we hear that uh, still small voice, or we, we sense, you know, that impression that He's He's speaking, right? Uh, the words. Okay. And uh, the last thing about the Holy Spirit, the working of the Holy Spirit, let's turn back to John 14. John 14, verse 10 and verse 11. Verse 10 and verse 11. Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I say to you are not just my own. Rather, it is the Father living in me who is doing His work. Believe me when I say that I am in the Father and the Father is in me, or at least believe on the evidence of the miracles themselves. And, uh, okay, right. So, Jesus was saying that whatever works that He did, it was the Father's living in Him, doing the work, saying the thing. And now Jesus is telling us through the the Word of God that when the Holy Spirit comes, the Holy Spirit lives in us. we in Him. Okay, so uh, just as the Father was working, doing His work through the body of Jesus, today the Holy Spirit that is dwelling inside us, you know, just like the Father was in Jesus, today the Holy Spirit is inside us and, and He's doing the work through us just like the Father did uh, uh, to Jesus. So that's why we, we really need to uh, treasure the presence of the Holy Spirit. We really need to know, you know how the Spirit operates because otherwise we're going to miss the whole thing that, that Jesus came and brought us into. You know, we will not be able to enter into what the Father has for us and be able to do uh, what He would have us to do. You know, Because basically it's our faith in the working of the Holy Spirit that is going to bring about uh, the miracles and, and whatever God wants to do in us and through us. Okay, so we look at uh, how we know that we are one with Jesus through our, how we live. The first thing is we love one, one another. The second thing is because the Holy Spirit uh, lives in us. Okay, the third thing is we acknowledge. When we are one with Jesus, we acknowledge Jesus is the Son of God. I want you to turn back to 1 John. First John, back to where we were, uh, verse, chapter four, verse fifteen. I think we have read fifteen, and uh... okay, uh, let's just read fifteen. Uh, fifteen. If anyone acknowledges that Jesus is the Son of God. God lives in him. He is, uh, and he in God. Okay? So, the the third area, the third evidence that we know somebody is one with Jesus is that he acknowledged that Jesus is the Son of God. Right? Uh, Because we are one with him, we receive that witness from him. So, when we acknowledge that Jesus is the Son of God, uh, what does it imply? Okay, what does it imply? And let's just carry on reading to just pick up the, 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 the context of the uh, verses. Okay, and so, verse 16, and so we know and rely on the love God has for us. Okay, so the, the, the thing about acknowledging Jesus as the Son of God is this. When we acknowledge Him as Son of God, we know He's the law, then we will rely on on Him. Because He's God. He's the Son of God. He's the Law. So we depends on Him. We rely on Him. To love others, we rely on Him how we should live. Okay, we rely on Him in our weaknesses. We depend on His strength. Right. And then to verse 17, the verse that we read just now, is we become like Him. We become like Him in this world. Right? Because we, we acknowledge Him, then we want to be like Him. And we can be like Him because the Holy Spirit is living in us. So what we need to do, as I say, is to deny ourselves and allow His life to manifest. Then His life will live to us and we become like Him. And we become begin to bear the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It's his fruit is the fruit of the Holy Spirit that is manifest through us. So we we mention the way that God wants us to reveal the Son, Jesus, and to reveal the Father is that we are one with Him. Because then the life that comes forth is the true authentic life of Jesus. It's not an imitation. You know, when we say we are like Him, here we are not talking about imitating Him and, 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 and trying by our uh, self-effort, by our, you know, self-will, trying to act like Him. That's not what it says here. If you just keep reading on, because it talks about He in us, we are in Him. And, and, and it says we depend on His love, and His love is made complete through us. So it's is Him doing it. It's Him doing it. So we are like Him because His life is flowing out. Okay? We mentioned if you try to imitate Him, if you try to act like Him and just wanting to, to, to be like Him, the best you can be is just an imitation until somebody steps on your tail and then the true self will surface. So here we are not talking about that kind of, you know, trying, striving to be like Jesus. We know we will never be able to do that and that's not how we show the word about uh, who Jesus is also okay so here it's talk about letting go Deny ourselves and his life flow to us flow through us so so it's the fruit of the spirit is his life that is flowing through us and, and in fact we are like him so when people see us they believe Jesus uh, the son of god is sent by the father because the real life of Jesus is flowing out to us okay um and then verse 18, 18, There is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear. Because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. So when we are one with Jesus, we know that we are bigger than all of the problem that we will face. Relational problem with people. You know, because now we are one with Jesus. And the Bible says, greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. So now we're absolutely one with Jesus. You know, we have absolutely, you know, we, we have the confidence. We have the power. We have the authority to deal with whatever problem that, there will, that will surface in our relationship with one another. That's why there is no fear in us. You know, in church, a lot of us, we don't want to do anything. Or we are very, quite passive Why? Because we fear. We fear, we are afraid of hurts, you know, when we uh, try to do things or or minister to, to people or something like that. You know, in time past, maybe we have received some hurts because of that. So we fear, right? Because that love, that perfect love was not made perfect in us. Okay? But when we know that we are one, absolutely one with Jesus, one with the Holy Spirit, you know, and it's His life that is in us, there is no fear in love. That perfect love of Jesus drives out every fear. So we begin to minister. Remember, we talk about love, take initiative. We talk about love identifies. You know, Love gives sacrificially. You see, all these things will begin to surface because it's the love of Jesus. It's the love of Jesus. Right? So so we need to check ourselves. If there is fear in our hearts and we dare not act, you know, our love is a self-centered love. We care more for ourselves. We care more for our own feeling than the needs, than the problem that, that, that presents itself before us. And so we are self-centered and that's why we don't want to move. We say, oh, you know, I'm afraid if I say this, if I do this, you know, I guess some of us has, has done this and have said this, right? You know, time and again. Oh, you know, better not say this, we better not, not mention it. You know, because fear is a self centered love. So what do we need to do? Deny yourself. Deny yourself. Let the perfect love come out, and there will be no fear. You are greater than all that that, that is there, okay? And you're able to resolve it. And then verse 20, uh, it says, If anyone says, I love God, yet hates his brother, he is a liar. For anyone who does not love his brother, whom he has seen, cannot love God, whom he has not seen. Okay, so love is real. Love is not talk. Okay, Jesus, uh, the word of God say, you know, if you say, if you just say, I love God, and there's no action, there's no nothing to show off. You know, you just talk That is not love. Okay, if you talk, if you say there is love, then it's real. It's real. There is uh, an act, uh, a manifestation of, of that love uh, that will flow out through us. Okay, so, so these are the three things that will help us to, to know that we are one with Jesus because we love one another, because He has given us His Spirit, you know, dwelling in us. And uh, finally, we acknowledge Him. Not a verbal confession only, but rather we acknowledge Him in our life as Lord, as the Son of God, and we depend on Him to live our daily life. Okay? So that, those are the evidence that we are truly one with Jesus. He is in us. We are in Him. And, and we want to live that life of His you know, through us. Amen. Okay, so that's the first section that we want to deal with tonight. And uh, I want to move on to the second section. Now that we know we are one with God, we are one with the Holy Spirit, He is one with us, we know that we are absolutely 100% sons and daughters of the living God. We do not belong to this world, just like Jesus does not belong to this world. We are being sent into the world. And that's who we are. That's who we are. Remember I mentioned to you, when you know your true identity, you will know your destiny. You will know how to live.